0: Even if you are a one woman or a one man show, I still want it to hurt a little bit when you change your goal. I never want that to be easy for you because I always want you to feel tied to the commitments that you make to yourself. And then of course, if you do have a team, to your team. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. Hey there, welcome back to online marketing made easy. I wanted to check in with you, see how you're doing. At the time of this recording, it is the beginning of the week and I just came off of a weekend With my son Cade. So he is going back to school soon. So he came out to spend a few weeks with us in Tennessee and it was amazing. And his sweet girlfriend came with him, which is always great, but we have to share them. I don't know if any of you are at the phase where your kids are dating and now you have to share them with someone else. It's not my most favorite thing, but good thing we like her. So it makes it a little bit easier. Anyway, we had a great weekend and I'm excited to jump back in. So here we go. Also, real quick, have you ever shared my podcast with a friend, like an entrepreneurial friend, someone that's trying to get their business up and running, might be interested in growing their email list or entrepreneurial mindset or digital courses? If you'd be so kind to grab a link to this episode or to the podcast as a whole, text it to a friend, I'd greatly appreciate it. My mission is to use my podcast to help as many budding entrepreneurs as possible, so I'd be grateful if you could help me do that. Okay, so if you've been with me for a while, you know that I'm a big goal setter inside and outside of my business, and I believe to my core that at the beginning of each year and quarter, it's crucial for all business owners to identify very specific goals that they'd like to meet in their business, So for us, we always determine a revenue goal and a profit goal, and we tie those goals to a specific offering or project that we're going to be working on for the coming year. So this way we can see the impact that something like List Builder Society is having on the bottom line, or Digital Course Academy, or our partnerships with tools like Searchy and Kajabi and ConvertKit and the commissions that those generate. So everything is broken down into different offers or campaigns or projects so that when we are off, we can see exactly which area of the business is not on track. And that's really powerful. So let's say I've got a revenue goal of 1 million. I would break that up into the different products and programs and offers throughout the year so that I can know if I'm on track or off track. However, sometimes goals don't always go as planned. Are you shaking your head like, "Mm mm-hmm, I've been there because I've been there many, many times, meaning you realize that there's no way that you can meet the goal due to factors that were unforeseen when you set the goal. That's why today we're going to talk about what I call moving a goal or changing a goal. When you realize you aren't going to meet a goal, you do need to sit down and revisit the goal and decide how to pivot. And you've got options here. But let me explain first what happens when you're going to move the goal. In most cases, it means that you're decreasing it. You're likely realizing that the goal cannot be met, so you need to change it to make it more attainable. If you're increasing the goal, you probably made the original goal way too easy, but I find that this isn't overly common if you're super calculated and competitive with yourself. So I don't think the issue much is, oh, I set a really small goal. I think I need to increase my goal before the end of the year. I've never had those conversations, and I'm guessing you rarely have as well. However, decreasing the goal, let's say, six months into the year because you know there's no way we're going to hit it due to a certain number of things that have happened up until that point, that's very normal. Or it could mean that you've had to fully remove a service or a digital offering, like actually take it off the table, and you're going to lose revenue that you might not be able to make up at all. We actually just went through this scenario this year with our coaching program, and I had to completely cancel the coaching program. I didn't have to. I made the decision to do so, along with the revenue that would have come with it. And this was due to the workload that was on my team's plate. I talked about this in episode 614, 614. You can just go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 614 if you want to hear me talk about why I Completely took a huge project off the table a week before. Actually, it was less than a week before it was supposed to go live. It was devastating, very humbling, not my most favorite moment. I'd talk about it in episode 614. But taking something off the table absolutely changed how we were going to meet the goal or if we were going to meet it at all. Now, before we go any further, I have to say moving a goal is not fun. It feels terrible. I hate changing a goal and here's why. I like achieving the goals that we set. I think that goes without saying, right? The achiever in me feels completely disappointed when we can't meet an initial goal that we set for the year. There's a lot of thought and data driven conversations that went into making that goal in October and November of the coming year and I want to stick with it. Like we made it for a reason. So when I feel like I'm not staying true to my word, like this is the goal we're going to hit or work toward at least, there's a part of me that feels like I've messed up. And that's something that I personally have to work on. I also worry about moving the goal because I don't want my team to feel like I'm being wishy-washy or disorganized or unclear about the direction or the vision of the company. Now that I have 20 full-time employees saying, hey guys, I'm changing the goal for the rest of the year, that feels wishy-washy to me, like unstable. So when I move a goal, I worry about the team's sentiment or attitude and how that's going to affect the company culture. So those are the things that are on my mind. So on that note, the big question I want to answer is, is it okay to change or move your goal? And the short answer is, Yes, yes it is. But there are some things you need to be aware of before you move forward with changing your goal. And here's the thing, even if you are a one woman or a one man show, I still want it to hurt a little bit when you change your goal. I still want it to sting if you've made the decision that you need to take that goal down for the year. I never want that to be easy for you because I always want you to feel tied to the commitments that you make to yourself. And then of course, if you do have a team, to your team. Now, those feelings aren't going to kill us. They don't mean that we shouldn't move forward, but they are, in my opinion, very valid. And I think it just says a lot about us that we care about the commitments we make to ourselves and our team. We care about hitting certain goals because we know it feels good and it gives us a lot of confidence. So when we have to change it, it hurts. So that's all I have to say about that. But like I said, there are some things that you need to be aware of before you move forward with changing your goal. I touched on this a little bit earlier, but you do need to realize the revenue that is tied to the goal that you're moving, like how much money will you not make because you took something off the table or you did a launch and it didn't produce what you thought it would, figure out, okay, what is that revenue? And then before you move the goal, the best thing you could do is figure out other ways you could possibly make it up. In the specific case of me canceling our coaching program, I didn't find other ways to make this revenue up because that decision had a much deeper meaning. It was based on the fact that my team had too much on their plate. They were overwhelmed and overworked, and I had to fix that. That was my job to fix that. However, if I missed the mark on one of our launches for some other reason, then I'll always look at my team and I'll look in the mirror and say, okay, how can we make this up? For example, can we do affiliate promotion? Can we offer one more campaign or promotion before the end of the year? Can we get creative here? So that's the first thing you want to think about. Can I make this up in other ways? So you want to solidify this plan of action before announcing any goal change with the team. So if you do have a small team, the first thing I do is go to the team and say, "Okay, we are going to miss out on, let's say, $25,000, whether it be because you took something off the table, you missed a launch goal, something got messed up, someone got sick, you couldn't launch the way you wanted, whatever it is. Okay, guys, we're $25,000 behind at this point, and I would brainstorm all the ways we can make it up. So at that point, you might come up with some solutions or not, which brings me to the next point who needs to know about the goal change? So let's say you do decide to change the goal. All right, we're not going to make this up. We don't want to do another campaign. We're all on the same page that it's best if we keep moving forward as planned with our other initiatives and we're going to take a loss. Then you have to ask yourself, okay, who needs to know about this goal change? Only tell the members of your team who this directly affects and then explain to them why you're changing the goal, what the new goal is, and your plan for how you're getting there. I'd also reassure them that a recalibration is not always a bad idea. When I was going through my decision to cancel the coaching program, I confided in my business coach, Michael Hyatt, and he told me that every quarter, he and his team re their goals based on decisions that have been made the following quarter and how things have been shaking out over the course of the year. So every quarter, they get together and say, okay, is this still our goal? This was really valuable for me to hear because I was really struggling in this specific scenario. So- First, I come together and say, okay, guys, can we make this up? If I decide that we're not going to make it up or if I decide we're going to change some of the goal, then I need to tell the people that it impacts and the people on the team that need to know. Now, in my case, everyone on the team needed to know because I do bonuses based on revenue and profit. So at the end of the year we have kind of a sliding scale. If we hit this much with this much profit, they get this much bonus. If we hit this much with this much profit, they hit that. Like It gets bigger and bigger, the better we do. And so I had to change all that. Now, I only changed it in their favor, meaning it's actually easier to get to their bonuses now, which is always a better conversation. But I did need to let everyone know. Okay. With that said, when you're looking at moving a goal, just make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. It might be helpful to ask yourself, am I trying to cut corners? Am I making these decisions based on fear? Am I scared of something? And am I trying to avoid feeling disappointed at the end of the year? Ding, ding, ding. This is the big one for me. This is a big one. Now, I know I said earlier that it's very rare that you're going to say I set too small of a goal and I need to increase it. But I guess in my early days, I would set safer goals, to be quite honest. Not really low goals, but pretty safe goals. For a few years, I always hit my goals like with no problem because I was very afraid of being disappointed if I didn't. Now, what I realize is the growth is in knowing I can manage my emotions if I don't hit a goal, but I need that goal to be more aggressive. So I'll be more creative, more open to taking risks and just going after it. So you do want to ask yourself whether you set the goal too low or even if the goal is really high Are you changing it right now because you're feeling like, if we don't get it, I'm going to be so disappointed? So this is something you want to think about. So all in all, just be really clear and honest with yourself and your team why you're moving the goal, and just make sure you do not sell yourself short. I want your goals to feel a little out of reach. I want to feel like you have to come out of your comfort zone to hit them. I want you to feel like you do have to take risks and Be more courageous in order to get to where you want to go because, my friend, that's where all the growth is. This is just a journey of self-development. I think that's the most important thing with entrepreneurship, watching yourself grow into the person you're meant to be. And with really easy goals or constantly changing them to make them easier because you don't want to disappoint yourself, that's not going to serve you. Okay, now I want to end this episode on this note. I don't want to be changing the goal all the time. It's never my intention to change goals when I'm setting them. I want to stick with them as much as possible and by the same token, you've got to learn to pivot, be flexible and realize when a goal isn't going to serve your team or yourself. That's the part that I think I've never talked about on this show. Your goals should serve you and your team and also those that you serve. Like you want to have your customers and clients in mind as well. And so, yeah, you want to be flexible and you want to pivot, but the plan is not to change the goal, but it's going to happen. And that's when we got to put our big girl or big boy pants on and say, okay, what do I need to do here? So let's briefly recap what we talked about. Number one, You should absolutely be setting your annual and quarterly goals. I love to do that in October and November and be done once I hit December, but just do them whenever you can. Revisit these goals every quarter and reevaluate the trajectory that they are on. Are we on track? Are we off track? Why is that? If the math isn't adding up or your team is burnt out or life throws you an unexpected curveball then you have to admit that you might need to move the goal. But before you move the goal, you're gonna figure out what is the lost revenue and is this something we can make up in a different way? And then if the answer is no, you're going to change the goal to something still challenging yet attainable. So make sure that you're still feeling challenged. And then of course, like I said before, you're gonna button up things and get that plan in place and communicate with the people that need to hear about it. And then you're not going to look back. You're going to move forward. You're going to make things happen. You're going to stand strong and say, okay, I made the decision. I'm going to trust in this decision. Let's go. So don't beat yourself up. Don't second guess it. We're moving forward. All right, my friend, I hope you loved this shorty episode and found it valuable. I know that goal setting has always been a really big part of my business, and I wish someone would have shared this kind of information with me years ago because I think I would have lost a lot less sleep over it. So I hope that you walk away feeling like, okay, I know what I need to do. Thanks again for hanging out with me. And if you'd be so kind, doing me a favor and invite your entrepreneurial friends to come hang out, you can just simply grab the link to this episode and send it to them or grab the link to the podcast as a whole and text it or email it or whatever you do to get the word out. I would be forever grateful. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you on Thursday for more entrepreneurial goodness. Bye for now. Let's talk making sales. With quarter four goals looming, can you believe it's almost quarter four? One piece of software that might solve a lot of your needs is an all-in-one CRM that helps execute, automate, and stay focused. So with the new HubSpot Sales Hub, your data and the tools and your team are all visible inside of a customer relationship management platform that keeps data squeaky clean and encourages endless integration. So everything starts talking to each other. So we're talking smarter sequences, seamless handoffs, and smoother workflows. One single place where you can send emails, answer questions, close deals, and accomplish everything on your to-do list. Plus, AI-powered tools like predictive forecasting help your whole team streamline a ton of manual tasks. The best part, it's easy to use. It gives you a simple and powerful view into every aspect of your business. With Sales Hub, generating revenue becomes easier. Try the world's smoothest CRM at HubSpot.com slash sales.